0: All right, welcome in Celtics post game show. The last one before the All Star break. I am Joseph Cabone, Jimmy Toscano. What up, covered. Don't worry. I, I know everyone on the. Yeah, uh, a
1: couple people were wondering uh, if we we're going
0: to make it tonight. Not, no, not only that. I was going to say a lot of people in our mentions were like, keep John away from the show. He's the bad luck, you know, <laughs> the, the Pistons' bad luck charm. And I, I guess it wasn't him. It wasn't John's fault because the Celtics still managed to lose this one. Um, it looked good at, under two minutes to go. You look like look like the Celtics just had to make one more stop. But in my opinion, Jimmy, the, the, the play that stood out to me was the uh, the offensive rebound. I, I thought Al- Alford made up for it in making that three-pointer. But uh, down the stretch, Jason Tatum, game winner, potential game winner, it wasn't enough. And Bobby Manning joins us from TD Garden. I guess we can uh, start with Bobby. Bobby, uh, what's your, what's your what take happened? on? on- on what went down, I know Jimmy. I yeah, I'm chopped liver. No, I'll I see mean, you guys later.
1: It's all good. Bobby, Bobby's anyway. gonna come
0: in hot, so we might as well give him the floor here. And you know what? He probably has some, <laughs> probably has a quote for us, for, for from from, from me, maybe or maybe he doesn't. But what's up, Bobby? What do hey, you what got, you got
2: Bob? Yeah, he may just finish. Uh, talked about the physicality that the Pistons played with. We clearly saw that in the offensive boards throughout the game and late. I thought Cade Cunningham got into Tatum very aggressively on the defensive end. Used five fouls and. A wise one on the end there on that go-ahead that White could have thrown to Tatum for the win. And they held it down on those last two possessions. I think it was Cunningham who saved with Brown on that first one, got the block with Stort, And then on the follow-up try after Cunningham's foul, he basically saw Grant stick right with Tatum on that fadeaway. Not great shots to me. Eme may like them, especially the Tatum one there. He didn't talk so much about the Brown one. Uh, But they did prefer to get downhill there. Obviously, Brown did on that first try, just ran into a crowd and didn't pass it out. Probably didn't have time to, but wasn't a wise shot. And uh, they were looking to get a handoff from Tatum on that play where he ended up shooting the fadeaway, clearly. And there was another play like that earlier in the season. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, Jimmy, which one it was. It might have been that Portland game where... Tatum just took like a leaning three when they were trying to get some more downhill passing action going on the final shot of the game there. So I don't have the numbers in front of me. It doesn't feel like Tatum's shooting that well on go-ahead or game-winning shots this year. And uh, this was another example here late in this game. But listen, they gave this game away with all those turnovers, all those offensive rebounds that they gave up uh, up to that point. And blowing an eight-point lead like that – you may said, leaves a sour taste in your mouth going in the break, despite all the good stuff that they've done over the last couple of weeks there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I know that we were texting Bobby, and I, I thought this was a pretty good game, entertaining game, considering the opponent. Obviously, Detroit, to me, really brought their A game tonight. And this kind of felt like the Celtics showed up the class without their backpacks, knowing it was the last day before spring break. They were like, "Yeah, we're cruising," and inst- and the Pistons showed up ready for the for the uh, midterms. That's 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 how I compare this. Game. I knew
2: we were getting that, Jimmy. I predicted. <laughs> yeah, you know what?
1: You know what though, Jimmy? I feel like the
0: you know that feeling about with the backpack. They too? almost, to me, they almost stayed up late all night, crammed, and almost passed the test. But in the, that last minute, I mean, it came down to effort. That last offensive rebound by the Pistons, I thought, did them in. You know, even though Al Horford right. responded right after it. You get that rebound, you take away that layup. I, I think the Celtics win the game. You know, it was offensive rebounding and and hustle. I thought on the, on the side of the Pistons that that, that generally won them the game. Offensive
1: sure. rebounds, literally that offensive rebound that had Jalen Brown caught looking there. That was the difference. But the Celtics went on there. Everyone was kind of waiting for the Celtics to go on a little bit of a run. They do in the fourth quarter to go up by what, like six or eight. And you kind of felt like, okay, this is the breathing room that you know we've all been kind of waiting for in this game. And then to see the Pistons climb back in and again, I mean, whether it was Bay, whether it was um, Jeremy Grant, um, who's the other guy there tonight that was really... Olenek? Um, Olenek, yeah, he's another story. I can't believe the Kelly Olenek tour continues to roll on through Boston. I mean, he's killed the Celtics many times in his career. It's kind of funny.
0: Jimmy, did you catch the uh, – Bobby definitely didn't hear it, but did you catch the guy in the back who just kept getting into yeah. Gorman's mic? He's like, come on, Kelly. What do you got, Kelly? Yeah, come on, up. Kelly.
2: <laughs> the crowd was groaning as those threes were fall- falling down for a winning. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, you did yeah. it to us again. He's that had a couple is. big ones against the Celtics. It, it never gets old. I mean, Celtics fans are always going to do that because they're like, how is this still happening after all these years? Right. <laughs> um, so so Bay, man what are the numbers on him at this point how many conversations have we had about that guy I know at one point tonight he was 22 for 30 in his career I think he added another one after that but 22 of his first 30 tries from three against the Celtics fall that's incredible that has got to be some kind of record
1: I I know when you when you tweeted that stat I was like there's no way that's an accurate stat but I mean when you think about it every time he,
2: every time yeah, that he seven plays for seven game,
1: remember? the Celtics Joe Sway's like Damn it. That's the guy I wanted. That's the guy <laughs> Yo, I wanted. That's the guy I wanted.
0: That's so, the Sadiq curse. All right. Sadiq Baker's curse.
1: So they played hard tonight. Credit to the Pistons. They did not play like a team that is considered one of the worst in the NBA tonight. I know that when you're when you're the Celtics position, you're the hottest team in the NBA. And everyone's gonna assume that the Celtics just sort of sleptwalked through it. And I know that at points they did, and we talked about some of the turnovers in the and the second half, second chance points by the Pistons. But I thought there were points in this game where they came out strong, and and the Pistons hit their shots. And I don't have the numbers in front of me; I have to pull them up. But um, whatever the Pistons were from the field on threes, what do we got here? Fifty-three percent from three. I mean, sixteen yeah, for 53. thirty. They were hitting some some deep ones, and I know we mentioned Olenek, Sadiq Bay. Um, Seventeen
0: guys, second chance points, too, man. Seventeen second.
1: second chance points. So I mean, those are the things that are going to kill you when you don't have, um, you know. You, you don't have two of your starters tonight too. You know, we have to mention that without Marcus Smart, without Rob Williams. And we'll probably get Rob. into Marcus Smart news maybe a little bit later, which was, I guess you, I mean, Bobby, any, anything pre your post that you want to bring up that they mentioned about Marcus? Nothing, nothing a, concrete. Right? He's very vague. Yeah. 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 I mean, the fact that he was listed as doubtful, is that a reason to be optimistic? I mean. I'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to i guess like look for something positive here because i'm hoping that
2: i'd maybe say no they... just because there wasn't really a chance he was gonna play i don't think you saw the way he was walking in still not moving well no boot but he may did say he doesn't anticipate being long term which you said about countless injuries this year yeah ground, I mean, most the f- notably
1: the fact that he's walking on his own no boot um i'll, I'll say the doubt the, the fact that he was listed as doubtful i mean that's better than straight up like no, no chance. I knew he wasn't going to play, but my point is maybe he's not as, as serious of an injury and, and it doesn't make any sense at all to risk it. Um, even though the Celtics did end up losing this one, I, I think the thinking behind it is just make sure your guys are, are healthy for the second half of this season. So to me, um, I said this yesterday on the show, I'm not going to be heartbroken. If they, if they lose this game, it was second night of a back-to-back, it's kind of setting up for you're going to lose at some point, you know, and, we kind of said yesterday, oh, the the break couldn't come in a worse time. Well, you know, maybe after a loss like this, they get a chance to reset a little bit and they can start afresh with the with the new winning streak. Uh, hopefully, coming out of the break, you know, get get guys uh, the rest that they need, and um, you know, get ready for what should be a, a pretty entertaining second half here.
0: Yeah, no question. You know, we 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 thought we we felt the trap game vibes going into this one for sure, but you look at the fourth quarter the way the Celtics played offensively, man, it's just like you can't help but wonder if the Celtics put together a couple of stops now. Look, Cade Cunningham had a heck of a game. I mean, look, these the, the three of these guys, Grant Bay, you know, Cunningham, what did they combine for what? 60? Well, no. Yeah, yeah, See, they combined for what? 64 points. I'm not sure that happens if Robert Williams is in the middle, right? I'm not sure as right. Isaiah Stewart goes nuts if Stewart,
1: if, that's what I was you know of.
0: yeah you know if if
2: if Rob, is,
0: if Rob is out there you know <laughs> yeah I like that so look if if they come back from the <laughs> all-star break and and one of these guys or or maybe if both of them are out between Marcus and, and Rob this could be tough for the Celtics you know they gotta keep going on they have to carry that momentum that they that that they had going into the all-star break they have to keep that going if they want to you know stabilize themselves in the Eastern Conference and make sure that they had, they're, they're still in the hunt for home court advantage
1: Bobby, anything specific from Ime? I know you briefly mentioned it, but I mean, was he disappointed? Was he just kind of ready for a break here? And so he, I mean, talked, he, ta- he talked. He talked a little hate, bit before. I I'll cut you off right off the start. I didn't hate
2: the last shot from Tatum. I mean, he got a clean look, and, and he didn't great. either. Yeah, and I think Tatum's pretty good in those spots at creating separation. But they're just such hard shots, right? He's a guy that can hit those, but you want to make something easier in those situations, like. When have they ever in those spots gotten like a clean lob off to Rob or found a guy cutting to the rim? It's just always the one-on-one action and that started to pile up in the late stages of this game. You saw Brown attacking individually. Orford turned the ball over on one play. I, I believe White you know, just pulled up from three at one point too, probably their best ball mover. I wasn't all that impressed with him on the offensive end tonight. They need him to step up in a ball movement capacity and He kept it moving, but he didn't initiate all that much. And Tatum was just a mess with the ball from the start. Uh, So you didn't have the organizer and smart, and you saw the difference there, especially at a very late stage in the game and in the fourth quarter there. I mean, they had an eight-point lead, and they squandered it in two minutes. And that's just bad possessions piling up, five out of six empty-handed as they allowed the Pistons to tie the game there.
0: And that happened after the 10-0 run, which yes. surprised me. I'm like, was, wow, they, the Pistons, got, they got to 13-0. They're still in this. Yeah, 13-0, right? They stretched to 13-0, timeout, and then the the Pistons came right back. I mean, to their credit, the effort was certainly there. But yeah, Bobby, you know, you you look at that that fourth quarter and the, those plays down the stretch. Now we have to give White the props for getting that steal, right? I mean, that's, he gave us, us a chance to actually to actually still win the game. But I, that did cross my mind if they if they would do some, you know, backdoor backcourt or excuse me, a backdoor play for, for White for a layup. But I just thought with six seconds, it just wasn't enough time. You know, it was a really tough spot for uh, for no, E-may to sort of um, come up with a play. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what Imae's going to do because, you know, down the stretch, those end-of-the-game plays, those execution plays, is he going to keep going with these ISO, you know, Tatum and ISO Brown? They're going to get really redundant.
2: Brandy, what do we got here? Proms, Tice, Grant, Horford can't rebound, I guess. I mean, Horford had a good rebounding game, right? It's just – I guess the second unit minutes might have killed Orford you. There. had a
0: heck of a game. He had a, yeah. he had a, the so stat line. You know? I said
2: this to Bobby before we started the show. I said the fact they lost this game
1: kind of spoiled uh, Al's big night. You know what is it? 18 points or something like that. And Who had, I mean,
2: so Bay? Bay had five offensive three. rebounds. Olenek had three. Who's going to be on perimeter guys? Hayes two. Bagley two. Like it wasn't. It wasn't beef stew killing you in there? And he did have three himself, but people across the boards were sneaking in on the offensive boards. And a lot of times it was in transition. Nobody got back on those spots. So a lot of people Think calling him that, to... Bobby? Or... Yeah. I like that Everybody. nickname.
0: That may be one of my favorite nicknames now. I Steve. did. I thought that was. I Steve. was wondering if that's just the Pistons thing, but that, that's really that's 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 all over the NBA <laughs> now. All right. It's
2: it's it's being picked up. The more we see them, I think we're playing this team two more times over the next stretch here. So you'll see plenty of these guys. Bobby, yeah, thoughts on Derek plenty, White? Plenty um, tonight with the with the starters and everything like that. Defensively, Josue said it well. There, he was disruptive, hands and plays that big charge in the fourth quarter. Obviously, gave them a second chance to win the game there with a. Excellent, like, tip to himself off the inbound there. That was just such a crafty defensive play. Offensively, though, I wasn't all that impressed. You know, like, the shooting definitely started to dip after that hot debut. Uh, And primary initiating, he didn't have many opportunities. He still ends up with six assists. So the ball movement's good. It's rapid with him. He makes quick decisions. But we're still not seeing him in in two blocks, too, in this game. Pretty impressive stat line there. But, But we're still not seeing him, you know, run, pick, and roll, bring the ball up the floor. Do all the different things you normally see Smart do in that spot. So it does call in the question a little bit whether he necessarily is interchangeable directly with Smart in that spot. I knew that Smart was a better passer, probably has more experience in recent seasons being a facilitator on the ball, and we're still gonna have to wait and see for him to get to that spot. But not the most efficient offensive start to his career in Green. But I thought Grandy and others made some good points. You know, he still hasn't moved from Texas. Wife's pregnant. Not in the area, you know. A bunch of games here since he got traded. Back to sure. back, all that stuff's probably piling up on him a little bit now. Yeah,
1: I mean these guys are humans, so I can understand a little, little bit of uh, personal life getting in the way. And I mean, he did have such a hot start to his Celtics career, where I, I guess it the was,
2: expectations uh, went through the roof right off right. the bat. Yeah, right. So um, and he was he- fine. I mean, you look at his stats: he nine, six, six, two and two, or three and two, three steals. It's rock solid. Yeah, he just didn't yeah. give you a ton of scoring and shooting. Right. I mean, he was still kind of
1: zipping around the court there. I mean, I don't know if he's still maybe a little bit too passive um, in, in situations looking for Jalen and Jason um, when he's got the ball. I think there was, like, one drive I can recall, maybe it was in the first half, where he probably should have kept it. And I think he – tried to dish it to Jalen and it ended up being a turnover. So I don't really know whose fault that was, but I guess I'm not going to fault guys for trying to make the extra pass when we criticize them for, you know, three months for not doing so. Um, So I think it's just going to come with comfortability uh, over time. These guys, I mean, how many practices has White had with these guys? One. I mean, obviously they didn't do any practice from yesterday's game till today, so. One at most. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he's probably going to get some homework over the break here. And um, you know, you just gotta hope that he's, you know, maybe get some plays more down pad here as they going into yeah. the second half.
2: Um, is gonna be. I'm just afraid film. that
0: we're gonna be. I'm just afraid that we're gonna be like a week or two removed from the All Star break, and we'll be like, man, remember when Derek White and Marcus Smart were both playing together? Like, I'm just afraid Marcus is gonna sit out, you know, and that these look the backcourt, the is backcourt, and I know it's a small sample size, but man, they look so good when they're both out there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like White was maybe a little bit exposed a bit. You know, yeah, sure, it's a new team, it's a new setup. But for the most part, I, I just think they look just much stronger, you know, when Smart is out there or when he's coming off the bench and, and they're closing things out in the fourth quarter. You know, I'm not quite sure this happens if they're out there, you know. Shit, I'll give Marcus that as well. Same kind of credit I'm giving to Raw, thousand percent. You know, there they're, they're are tremendous totally. difference on that end of the floor. Yeah, totally. You know what makes I mean, me feel guys, good, I though? I mean, I don't think it's a steal defensive. one without the,
2: with those guys. With those guys there. What do you got, yeah. Bob. What, makes me, what makes me feel good, though, about this game is that you can still execute at a pretty high level offensively when you're not giving the ball away despite those two guys being out. I thought they did some good things right through the bench units. Uh, Neesmith had that big putback. Grant, three threes to start the fourth quarter. There it is. I mean, everybody kind of pitched in with shot-making here. Oh,
0: he was balling. They,
2: they finish 54% from the field, 40% from three. They get to the free throw line 18 times. Pistons, they don't they don't score. I mean, that's why they're so bad. But they do defend pretty physically. And the Celtics were still able to get by them, score, build some leads here. It's just they took their foot off the gas gas each time. And this was more of an attention to detail loss when you think about those offensive rebounds and the turnovers. The turnovers are so bad. Tatum just tossing it out of bounds. Uh, guys losing the ball losing their dribbles against switches and stuff it this was like you said jimmy to start the show just a getaway game there wasn't a strong um mental focus here especially in that fourth quarter which i guess still is a question with this team i know grandy read off that stat that when they win by six they're like 20 games over 500 and they're still well under 500 when they when it's closer than that to close the game so those one possession, two possession games late, still still a little bit of an issue for this group. What <laughs> did you think know? Of, uh
1: the, the, they the know. second unit? Have they talked about Brown nah, yeah. before we get to the second unit, though? Did, did you guys think? I mean, we, Brown had the hot, I thought he had a well, huts in this we, game.
0: Yeah, we talked, about, we talked about the play, you know, the, his, yeah. his drive to the rim, which, which was Blinders' Jalen, by the way. There was nothing that was going to stop him from that attack. You're talking about when he, he got blocked? the wall. Yeah, there was yeah. he got blocked twice on that Jimmy. Like he had yeah, zero no. chance. He got really. And, blocked. and I don't think he was, like I, he got like yeah, like mad blocks <laughs> on one play. And I felt like he was he was he had the blinders on. He's like, look, I'm going to the rim no matter what. And there were a couple of those. Did tonight, I get I thought? Thought. no? I, I didn't. I, I didn't get fouled on that. Okay, you're right. You know, there was nothing he could yeah. say after that.
1: Earlier in that fourth quarter, he did something similar. We did he did kind of a wacky drive to the to the hoop, miss, and then Pistons came back and transition and scored. Uh, I think it was a transition three, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you guys wanted us to talk about Jalen, well, like Jalen. You don't have
0: to. You don't have to stick to the play every time. All right. Yeah. You know right. You can, you can call an audible every once in a while. Like that's what happens. That you know, what what do the coaches what are coaches say in high school? Like yeah, the, the play is designed to be broken sometimes. You have to, you have options after the, after the play right. is broken. You know. Yeah,
2: For and sure. they had options. They certainly did on those plays. They're building those into those play calls late there and it's it's on these guys to become the decision makers in those spots. They're left with the keys. They have to make the choices in those spots. It's not laid out right in front of them. And a lot of times they do lean into shooting it and trying to take it for themselves. And you think of the last eleven games or so, they got so good at deferring and making that extra pass. And I think it is a little bit easier when you have a two possession lead or certainly a twenty point lead as they have more often than not over the last stretch here. So it's when things really get tight, it's when the pressure builds up, even against bad teams, that you worry about those guys on the ball and what, what decisions they end up making in those spots. And, you know, there wasn't a finality to the way Ime was talking in Philadelphia yesterday. It's He said it's not going to happen overnight, the same stuff he's repeating. It's, it's going to be a process for those guys. And that involves some ups and downs. They went way, way, way up over the last stretch here, and now they're kind of down in the fourth quarter in terms of keeping the ball moving, running plays, and sticking to trusting their teammates in those situations. I mean, did they really have any great passes to their teammates over the last seven, eight, nine, ten possessions of this game? It was just a lot of one-on-one.
1: Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball, okay? BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. It's the best in the business, from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, I, I thought earlier yeah. in the game they were making an effort to make those passes and they were connected in some ways, but we were talking about it on the Discord, shout out Discord. If you guys um, aren't on our Discord yet, um, I think the link is probably floating around. Yo. We've been tweeting it out. We've got like five, six hundred people Pierce on our Pierce, LeBron Discord.
0: game last night though.
1: Last night we had a little Pierce, yeah, LeBron talk as the game was going on. Tonight I was in there during the game. A lot of chatter on the refs tonight. I don't know if um you guys felt the same that the refs <laughs> missed missed some things. Um, kind of they weren't the great.
2: They're on they're on All Star watched. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it's vacation but, time for them. There was one ridiculous. It's as hard as anybody, travel and all that different kind of stuff. But there was one ridiculous play by the Celtics bench. Do you see that one where the bench went nuts and they changed it? It was like right off Bagley's foot, out of bounds. And they initially called it out of bounds on the Celtics somehow in that spot. But in terms of anything that actually went wrong, nothing sticks out too badly. There was definitely a strong physicality allowed to the Pistons through this one. But that's what you're going to see against certain teams. And that's certainly Detroit's M.O., I'm not saying that the bad boys or anything like that or even the billups crew but they're a big physical bunch. I'll so put two maybe three big. Yeah. Yeah. Any you, you know Marvin Bagley is another guy that fits that. that mold. This I
1: actually agree. I actually thought this was what about possible. Him? I thought that he traveled too. I thought, In the comment here. Sorry. I was afraid to get like Bagley
0: game. I'm like is this is this going to be his Bagley game? Like, is, is, is Marvin Bagley going to research his career here and, and starting tonight because the Celtics? That's what I thought <laughs> for a second. Wasn't tonight, thought, but yeah. he's going to get more of it. They he's didn't need it. A, they, got got 65, they got 65 points.
2: I saw the travel play. I saw they, they fouled yeah, Grant cool. like a second before after that miss too. They were mad that they didn't get the whistle sooner. Uh, when they were about to send Detroit to the free throw line, but they got the steal. So, yeah, there were moments in this one. I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, me getting a couple more years in, like, this media thing. Like, I I rarely <laughs> go the ref direction anymore. I, I don't. Like, I don't come I, out of many welcome games. The,
1: welcome. Yeah. yeah. i <laughs> yeah. I hate I talking about the refs because it's like, what's the point? You know, what, 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 what's going to come of it? Unless it's, like,
2: all the Super Bowl football. and there's just some I, I craziness. I feel like, I feel like that's
0: – well, not like, yeah right exactly it's got to be a key spot one and two i feel like that's like uh you're covering a rebuilding team you know comment it's like oh sure. well the rest and the rest it's kind of like the fallback line for like it's such a homer you know, it's such a uh, home overachieving teams. Like, well, like, like Thomas <laughs> teams
2: right i didn't even yeah. hear any crazy yeah, booze yeah, in like, the crowd and you know the, the crowd's gonna Kelly, be first gonna
0: like those teams
1: yeah no i hear you guys um yeah that's true Anything else stand out to you in this game, yeah. Bob, or Joe Sway? I know you were watching from home tonight. Um, I'm yeah, trying to think if there's anything we're... else.
0: I mean, another thing I want to talk about, actually, not that you mentioned it, um, your boy, Bobby, not to not to keep picking on you about Richard, <laughs> but I thought this was a good game for him to just give you solid minutes. And, and I felt like he comes in and he does this thing where it's like, okay, I'm in this game because I got to start shooting threes. And I, I didn't like two of his shots. I felt like they were forced. I felt like they were uh, just out of sync with the team. And he, all of a sudden, what he played like about 11, 12 minutes. And he was on the bench. And he may stuck with the eight-man rotation. Like, what, what did you think about Pritchard's up, uh, play today? And what's what's the row going to do if Marcus is to, to miss, you know, extended time?
2: Yeah, it's a tough question. I started to think about that a little bit. But you don't know beyond this week what that's going to look like. Uh, and, you know, they'll certainly have a tough one right away a week from now against Brooklyn. It's gotta be him though. You gotta give him some leeway in that spot to work through some rust, shoot his way out of some struggles and, you know, be aggressive. And I do like that. He gets downhill. I do like that. He's looking to pass in those spots. Uh, he had a nice assist on the one driving kick that he had there, but you're right. It's like 11, 12 minutes and he's done even in the night where you don't have smart. It doesn't feel like emails loved him from the start. Brad, threw him right in the games early last year and he was impactful not the best pick and roll creator not a guy who's naturally a facilitator but was a guy who was pushing the pace and looking to pass and i i don't think he's a bad defender i don't think he's a good one he's just competitive and stays in front of guys and sometimes there's mismatches that hurt him that's probably what he may doesn't like about him but offensively i still think he's a guy that can give you something they're way worse third point guard options you can think of in this league and I haven't loved the way that he's just been completely phased out for most of this year. Maybe I've just fallen in love with this guy and I have the blinders on too much for some of the bad things that he does. But I feel like we saw last year that he can give you something and maybe the tapes out and teams have just completely figured out how to stop him, And he may can see that minutes into his stint, but I never feel like he has complete leeway unless there's a wave of COVID over this team to go out there and do his thing. Now you trust White, you trust Brown and Tatum as ball handlers and even still I don't mind Pritchard as a catch and shoot guy out there. They're not falling all that much this year, but he's one of your better shooters, you can't deny that even if you don't feel like he's your best at this point.
0: Yeah, but why is he like curling and then just taking those shots like or, or like off the dribble like I don't know. I'm like is he may telling you to do this? Is he trying to get you out of, you know, into your comfort zone or something because I just don't I didn't like his approach at all offensively. I think he's. I'm having some conversations.
2: Yeah, yeah no, this. He's... I think there's a little bit of a miscommunication there at times between those two. And listen, it would be easy to understand Pritchard not knowing his role within the offense when he's getting into these games, right. not having great right. chemistry with the teammates he's playing with because he's just not playing a lot. Same can be said for Neesmith, who's running around and doing backflips and smashing in the bodies when he's getting into hey. games, and really not knowing where he's going. Hey. He was hey, good tonight. MJ, he
1: had a don't throw don't throw shade one. on Niswitt yeah. tonight. Yeah, he was tonight. good tonight. Who led the ne- who led the Celtics in plus minus tonight?
2: Aaron Niswitt. You Nismith. can do
1: a lot. Plus you can a can do button. a lot
0: worse than A right now. All right, Bob, you can do a lot worse than A.
2: I think Ime right. starting to like some of the things Niswitt's given them. I think so too. I mean, you can't question that he plays hard. Obviously,
1: you can't question that he plays hard. You can't question that they need a shooter on this team and instead of trying to you know, make one out of somebody who isn't one originally. I mean, Neesmith came into this league regarded as one of the best shooters. Now, obviously, that hasn't happened. We all know that. But like you just said about Pritchard, you got to get on the court. You got to play. We've been hammering that. If John was on the show tonight, he would be saying the same thing. You know, they, these guys need to be playing 20 minutes a game because they're not going to ever develop if they're getting five minutes here, 10 minutes there, and they're getting a quick quick yank after a couple misses. So, tonight, Neesmith, um, he had the – Three-pointer, and then he had the um, classic kneesmith sort of flail around, end up on your back somehow, but the shot went, in, or you know, the putback went in. So it's, a little it's bit one way through the
0: fast break, a yeah, little
1: one bit one of way. everything from kneesmith is a very kneesmithy performance. Um, I'd like to, I'd still like to see a little bit more burn from him out in there, out there on the court. Um, they kind of shot away from him later, um, but yeah, you had Pritchard kneesmith tonight. Um, obviously, you weren't going nearly as deep into your rotations as you did last night. Um, Bobby didn't see his friend Luke out there. Hauser didn't get any burn. So Tice look good though.
2: I'm I'm surprised by how do? good yeah. Tice looks good. I'm surprised by how good Tice looks uh, just because of the fact that he hasn't played since early January. You would think he'd be trying to get his wind under him and everything oh, yeah. else. But they they threw like a delayed a ball pick and roll to him and he didn't catch it right and he had some traffic around him. And he still threw down a nice slam from stationary position there. He didn't play a ton either in this one. They really leaned into the starters here trying to win this, and I guess that's what makes it all the more disappointing. You're, you're the much more talented team here, and at times you showed that with how easily you went out there and scored and got downhill and ran out in transition. One thing I liked about this game, fast break still looks really good. It's after the Sixers game where you burned them in that area too, and they've gotten a lot better yeah. at it. Tatum talked about that after last game, how they've just taken on a mentality, even if it's not comfortable for everybody, of just always making that go-ahead pass. And this team's pace has gone through the roof compared to early in the year.
0: Which I feel like that should help someone like Neesmith, right? And I think it is. You know
2: what? He reminds me of
0: that sophomore high school team that's on varsity. He's like, he's finally cracked through. Like, he's in the rotation. Everyone is cheering for him. And uh, I, I think this, this carries over after the break, you know. I think this is uh, this is good for the Celtics because, again, that second unit can get really thin once there's an injury. You know, Bobby, you talked about that, that right after the deadline, right after the trade deadline. One injury, and this team can really be in trouble here. And it's something right now they have two. Now We'll, we'll see how they do. I am maybe being a little overdramatic here, you know, for, for the show, but it's something to think about. It's something to keep your mind on uh, for sure moving forward and heading into the All-Star break with the Celtics team, you know.
1: So let me Even ask you
0: guys.
1: 34 and 26 heading into the All-Star break. Don't for- forget about how they got there. But would you be happy with that record? You know, all things considered, going into the All-Star break.
2: What are they? The five seed still? Mm-hmm. That's that's where I had them. I think you yeah. and John were a little lower, right, Jimmy? Yeah, I think we were. We we definitely were a little bit lower. Yeah. So we were all. I had a five. They're, man, but yeah, five they're or like six what? The best.
1: They're like two games away from the three and two games away from the 10th. It's like it's still extremely anyone's, you know, conference right now, it feels like. But, you know, I think the way that they've closed out this first half, if you're a Celtics fan or if you're really anyone on the Celtics, I think you have to be happy with the way you kind of pulled yourself Together here in the last couple of weeks, despite the loss tonight. Put that aside. I mean, these guys were on the brink of people were talking about blow it up, you know, become sellers at the trade deadline, and now I'm seeing you know stats out there that they're the favorite to win the to win the NBA finals. You know, I mean, championship. Yeah, exactly. I saw that today. I think that somebody was like 20. Did you send me that stat, Bob? Five thirty eight. Yeah. Five thirty eight has them at like a 20 percent chance to to win the finals this year. So I mean, I'm not I'm not really ready to say that. But when you when you come from where you were three weeks ago, I think you have to be pretty happy going into the All-Star break. And you know what? It, it sounds like the Marcus Smart injury isn't as bad as it could have been. The Rob is just a little nagging thing for all we know. So you're you're going to be coming back down the uh, out of the break with almost your entire team intact in hopes that Marcus Smart can can join the team you know, shortly after.
2: Aren't the numbers supposed to be like the response to human bias and emotions and recency bias and all that stuff? And all of a sudden, the machine and the stats are saying, the Celtics are going all the way. Right. Yeah.
1: You won't hear me <laughs> saying that, but you can, yeah, you, you can find a stat for anything, I guess. I mean, I don't know. 5, 538's been wrong before. Yeah, but, yeah so but like, who knows? Bobby,
0: yeah, you got a good point because especially when the, when a trade like what happened last week which had nothing to do with the Celtics goes down like that usually helps those two teams out significantly and out of nowhere the Celtics their odds went up you know you know what guys speaking of odds uh guys this show this episode of the Celtics post game show is brought to you by betonline.ag uh, football might be over but basketball is in full stream of course the wait, pro wait. and college hoops you got March Madness know. right around the corner
1: can we can we i don't think we can read read that bro on the uh, on the old uh on the old YouTube scape. So we're going to go skip. We're going to skip over that one. I mean, Nobody, I'm heard that. Letting, Nobody heard I'm that. Nobody heard that. I'm
0: letting people know, you know, the show's sponsored no, by better Line. I, 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 I don't AG. think,
1: I don't think we can, I don't think we can roll with, with that on, on trust me, try, let me. Forget about that one. <laughs> forget about that sponsor. Cut it, I'm on it
0: on it. putting it out there. I'm putting no, 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 it out trust there. Me. Trust me. All right. I'm
1: putting it out there. Trust me, we're gonna we're gonna skip that one, but yo, we're gonna keep it rolling because we gotta go to the second. We, we I want I want to take I'm it. Just, I'm just looking at the email. Well, don't look at the email. Don't look at the email, bro. Don't worry about it. Trust me on this one. Let <laughs> Jimmy
2: let Jimmy Jimmy's.
1: I'm, a, I'm confident a over- in his hosting abilities today. I'm a, I'm a overrule you on that, but it's all love. But lo,
2: if anyone I'll, knows ads, it's Jimmy.
1: <laughs> true, I'm I'm an ad guy, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. But I will say this. Um,
0: the MP3 oh, the MP3 version. Anyways. Yeah,
1: exactly. Going back to the theme of what I wanna I want to take this show to a little bit of a theme. I want first half sort of review style here. So I want to get your guys, I guess, opinions on maybe like your MVP of the first half, most, you know, um, most uh, surprising, maybe most disappointing. Like, let's start with MVP of the first half. Bobby, do you, do you have one?
2: I said it somewhere in between. The, the disaster to start the year and the turnaround and you guys freaked out, but it's, it's Marcus smart. You see the impact his return had on the offensive organization, him embracing the point guard, all those quips. Max talked again tonight, how he saw smart in the elevator and said, what's the key to this turnaround after five straight wins. And smart was like, they let the point guard handle the ball there. And he obviously had one of my favorite interviews with a Celtic this year. I saw it was Jay's, Uh, Jay King's article in The Athletic talking about Smart and him just uh, campaigning, essentially, as we talked about, for that point guard role. And it played out. The numbers were outstanding, phenomenal. That's how that term was birthed here, Marcus Smart's play. (laughs) I got a lot of crap for that, too. But I think it all turned out to be true. Smart took that point guard role in stride, played within himself. Uh, I think Brown said, again, his temperament. Uh, to use his words over the last 10, 14 games was phenomenal. And they found their point guard, at least for that short run in Smart, after everybody was uh, looking for one on the outside there. So I think he by far was MVP. Tatum had his shooting ups and downs. He really leaned into it, uh, into his facilitation abilities there. And, you know, Brown's been a high level scorer at times. There's a lot of rocks on the roster, too, like Robin Horford inside, but I think Smart was the guy who raised his ceiling the most when he played well. What you got, Joe Swain? I think, Joshua, yeah,
0: that's, that's that's solid. I mean, clearly he's he's been that impactful for this entire winning streak. But, you know, you look at adding Derek White next to him, and I just felt like it took this team to another level on defense. And the numbers back that up. We just didn't get enough sample sizes.
2: Like, you're giving you know, White the MVP? The, that
0: closing lineup <laughs> that has that features White. So who's your, who's your MVP? The MVP? No, I'm not giving him the MVP. I'm saying.
2: You're dispelling the notion you, that it's smart.
0: You're crediting Smart for the last, the last week. As he if, has like, your pick, not to bash help. mine. Now, look, it's a small sample size. <laughs> no, I like All this. right. But, but look. It's Tatum. I mean, I, look, the MVP has got to be Tatum. Look, how many games have this team has lost if, if if Tatum isn't going off the way he has, or how many uh, thirty plus point games he put together, or how many times he's been able to put the game in his in his in his own control, whether it's him being a facilitator or or being just a, a full on scorer. Uh, for me, that he's turned the corner after he got COVID. You know, after those slow start, or oh, coming back after those slow starts, and and he just picked up right where you know he was. Last season and being the top scorer of this team, so yeah, I think it's Tatum. I don't think it's as complicated as, or or it's it's an underdog like 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 Marcus.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think both answers are correct. You can make good arguments for both. Obviously, Tatum is going to the All Star game and has had a, a you know a really good first half, all things considered. So I think that's probably the answer that you're going to get for most people. Um, I'll probably go. Ooh, it's close. I think I'm going to go Schroeder before he got traded. What? I think Schroeder might (laughs) have. Get out of here. He's messing with you. Get out of here.
2: (laughs) I wanted to see Bobby's. Trading trading Schroeder might have been the MVP. Oh,
1: here we go. Mute. Bobby, I got editing. I can mute you right now, bro. Easy what you say about my guy. Uh, Easy. But, um, you know, I feel like I feel like when
0: Marcus up. when Marcus called people out and stuff, and when he, yeah, he he shows your value, but at the same time, I feel like you sort of stirred the pot a bit. You know, whether it was a split locker room or a little friction going on, whatever it was, sure. I, I don't know. So, Sometimes he's, he he's not always helping, right. so I don't know.
2: even That's one of the few points John and I aligned on this year was that Smart was right about that, and. The reason Brown and Tatum are in a much better place now is because they embraced, maybe not what Smart said there, but the later version mm, that he made yeah. was preaching. <laughs> seven,
0: like seven weeks later, like seven weeks after Marcus said it, and Marcus was like, "See, I was right." It's like, uh, kind of. You almost, you almost messed everything up. Well, these guys
2: don't we see the difference? And this is the theme of the season. There was a point, and I know we flip flop all over the place and react to everything, but the one thing I said that I stayed fairly consistent to is I was more worried about the process this year than the results i know we're getting excited about the streak here and 538 projection all that kind of stuff but what we really want to see is them being a better place as a team right and as individuals here players development all that kind of stuff and you see it with grant i mean i was thinking tonight watching grant they'll, they'll probably talk extension with him right at this point can now that he's eligible this summer not saying they're going to pour money on his head but They'll want to kind of secure him long term, I think, if they can get a fair number on him. And Tatum, you see the passing he's done over the last stretch here, and I think he's over five assists a game this year, uh, under two turnovers on the season now. So, this is this is movement in the right direction for this group. Uh, they, they, you look back on this team, if if over this break you watch some games from November, just a completely different approach from this group. And now you see in a game like yesterday's, which is still super impressive to me, the ball whipping around, each unit building on the next. And I hate to say it, Jimmy, but like getting Schroeder, getting Ennis, those guys out of there, I know they weren't like swinging games and stuff, but now everybody, everybody on the team does the things that they want to do in terms of their identity and the direction that they're bringing their development in. You'll see a little regression in games like this here against Detroit, but overall to see the things pointing up that they want to do is is very encouraging and I, i'm starting to kick around the names in my head that could be there but ime has got to be as much of a coach of the year candidate as anyone else right now right i like jason kidd in dallas they've been one of the best defenses this year i hate
1: jason kidd we don't talk about well him. he's done
2: a good he's done a good job you gotta hand it to him the way they're playing defense um billy donovan chicago certainly has had a great year uh, spo is always in that conversation uh, there's yeah, probably think, a
1: few others, too. I, I mean, put it this way. If may, if the Celtics continue to win the way they are and, and end up with a high seed in, in the playoffs, I think Ime definitely has to be considered. Um, you know, whether or not he gets it, that's, an, that's another story. We'll see. But regardless, I mean, I think he's done a lot over the last month or so to change a lot of opinions on him. And I think most importantly, what it looks like to me is that guys are starting to buy into – his style of coaching, because let's be honest, you know, you get a new coach or, you know, a new teacher or whoever it is, you got to get used to their style. And it's, it's, it's not, not every coach is going to cater to you individually. They're going to have their own way or what they think is the right way. And they might say, Hey, listen, this is what, how I know to do things and it's proven, or, you know, I I believe in it and I need you to believe in it too. And I think now um, they're more likely uh, to listen to him when he ha- when he has something good to say uh, or when he has something to say i should say um what about so we did we did um your MVP. what about most um surprised player I- I'll go first since you guys took the first one. I think this is pretty obvious but to me it's grant um i think you yeah know, he', he I was is gonna surprised say, he's me. the most improved every single game he kind of surprised me a little bit more I mean tonight you know it's a good reason to talk about him tonight He had a couple big threes tonight um you know he's playing both ends of the court i think you know, Bobby, you mentioned. Did you see his corner
2: to corner pass to Neesmith? Even the yeah. passing's looking pretty good from him.
1: I mean, talk about guys that he may trust. I think Grant has definitely vaulted up that list. Um, and he's definitely distanced himself from the pack of, you know, sort of like the younger guys there, you know, the younger role player guys. Um, I don't know what, how many minutes he played tonight, but he was felt like he was in there for a while. Um, he always so... plays 20. I mean he literally played 41 minutes tonight wow so.
2: oh my god I didn't even notice that wow yeah so
1: I mean that just because uh, yeah that, he
2: was starting for Rob that's right exactly
1: yeah he had more he had more playing time tonight because of injuries but he stepped up and and you know it's good that he was able to uh sort of answer the bell so that's my answer I don't know if you have the same one or a different one but uh, I'm
2: actually gonna go with the other Williams Rob so I don't know what we expected from him this year it, we came in i guess a little bit disappointed especially john and his shape and the explosiveness there i know john's still leaning into the fact that he wasn't in the best shape coming in but in terms of stability staying on the court there were a few like tendinopathy things early but he's mostly been out there every night uh he may have that chat with him and the team about playing through pain and He's been even more available since then. I know he's got this calf thing going into the deadline here. He's probably not going to hit his games played total, but minutes wise, he's way, way up, like probably doubling the minutes that he was putting out there last year. Playing forty minutes some nights, going into double overtimes others. I remember opening night when he played like almost fifty minutes, and I thought he was going to drop dead, but he's like, "Oh, I got this," and he, yeah. he was he was pretty available from then on. We've seen him improve as a passer. He had that triple double against Phoenix defensively i saw sports illustrated today named him as a defensive player of the year candidate just based off his shots contested and deflections and of course shot blocking he's in the top five uh, so he has changed the complexion of this defense. I know we talk about as the heart and soul, but the anchor of this defense is Rob at this point And the way he just boxes guys out from going inside, he's paired with Horford. Well, I think we were all skeptical of the double big lineup, but he and Horford have made that work and just the lack of fouling too. He never fouls anymore. Like we talked about. So I think just in terms of overall game, Rob's, solidifying himself as a borderline third piece with the Jays. I think he's past smart at this point on the hierarchy on this team. There's massive improvement there. And I guarantee he will get some most improved player votes this year. Not a ton, but he'll get some.
0: I Let's wouldn't be him. shocked. He should, you know. And it's funny because, you know, Al was sort of he brought back to, to help anchor the defense. And I think it's been the opposite. Like he's been anchoring. And now you've brought in helping someone mm-hmm. like Ty so you can take off the pressure from Al. So, yeah, you know, I I really wouldn't be surprised by that either, Bobby, if he gets some votes in that in that category. I mean, one of the top blocks, you know, he, he averages more blocks almost in, than anyone in the NBA right now.
2: Yeah, this is what uh, our friend Michael Pina wrote today. Williams bel- belongs to Augment. <laughs> just a bunch of stuff at the beginning there. But he's finally been healthy, averaging 10 or more minutes than he did last year. Uh, In a switch everything system, I think we got to take that into consideration too. 58 of his blocks out of 103 have been on jump shots. Uh, You know, he's first in the league in blocking jump shots this year. So he's on the perimeter playing a ton. Out of 131 players who have defended at least 500 shots this year, um, Williams makes them 6.1% less accurate than they'd be on average, which is third in the league behind Jared Allen and LeBron. So he's way up there, and everything you look at, even steals. Rob gets a ton of steals, hands on a ton of balls. Like he's super disruptive out there. Totally. Um Before we get into the next thing, guys,
1: we do actually have a sponsor that we that we don't want to forget about: LinkedIn Talent Solutions. One oh, did, of my they, did, they did they email you? That one? they yeah,
0: you that see, and the, I, the other one?
1: Yeah. Cool. I got That's I got the right, so got right one. The same though. email. Cool. I, I got I got the right one though. So I don't know what you were reading, but anyways. LinkedIn Town Solutions. I'll I'll Uh, forward you. It's a new year. Joe Sway. it's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses, anybody out there. Small businesses, big businesses, no businesses. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. They make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. I know that we've uh, probably dabbled in the LinkedIn business and maybe hired a couple guys here at CLNS. I I think that's how we found Bobby. Um, you can create free job posts in minutes on LinkedIn jobs, reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over how many people? 770, 770
2: million, 70, No. 70, thousand
1: people, 70, thousand people, no, 770, <laughs> 770 million million. And, 70. and growing focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs, to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number 1 in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So, what do you do? What do you do here? Okay, you go to post your job for free at linkedin.com/garden. That's linkedin.com/garden to post your job for free. So you just go to linkedin.com/garden, post a job, be any job in the in the world just make something up if you want post your job for free and uh get your business started jimmy is linkedin what's up bobby
2: i know you probably had a plan but i just pulled up our preseason predictions and there's probably no better time than any to look back on these well
1: without well okay we can but John i got one gonna be a part I got of this one right too. we can't do predictions gone. right now we still got half the season to go we're not doing no baseball. we're
2: there's 23 games left we're over two thirds of the way through so I say half because
1: it's it's post Star break so i just call it half but i know what you're saying but you're right no we'll get to the predictions at the end of the year bob we don't jump because i think there's a pre- couple of predictions that may still come true
2: well let's you can address them as we fire through here i won't take long i just want to give people a flavor where we were at the okay. beginning because obviously things have changed there so Sherrod started off with tatum's gonna lead the nba in scoring he actually did for a little while that wasn't a bad one. I don't know if he's still up there at the top, but he's right in the conversation in terms of total points. So that was a pretty good one off the bat from Sherrod. This one not as good for me. Total points,
0: yeah, points per game.
2: This one not as good for me. Al Horford will have a better season than Rob. Ooh. I'm obviously more on the Rob train than I was that, before.
1: That's a very, very tough prediction. Yeah, Yo, you were you were
0: loving that the return of Al
1: though. You were like,
2: Al's hey, it, of, it worked. The they both been all star. Really
1: there i know where, where this is there's a lot of bad predictions that you're going to read but that is a bad one because we're just talking about right. rob as a potential defensive player of the year candidate here's here's you. yours
2: yeah i know Smith will play the rest of the kids now grant was on no one's radar
1: <laughs> and you know what he's definitely outplaying so romeo knows. romeo's gone so that's one gone pritchard he's probably going to outplay him by the end of the season the only guy he's left to contend with is Grant. And I understand that's going to be a very tough hill to climb.
2: But Grant became the shooter uh, Neesmith was supposed to be. And I actually heard Grandy say Grant is second in the NBA in three point percentage, which is unfathomable. Uh, Joe Sway, Neesmith, here's a check for Joe Sway. Neesmith or Romeo, along with picks, will be traded. And in comes wow. Derek White. Done. Check Yo, for Joe Sway. What I never thought game.
0: two future two I never thought two future first. I thought maybe one future first. You, you said
2: picks with an S at the end. So just, just claim it. I thought it. this yeah, would be
0: just, just yeah, just take that. Well, no, devil. no. I'm saying
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Here's Zanis. I thought it'd Actually, be second-rounder.
1: Zanis isn't here to defend himself.
2: This is no, this looked like a layup for Zanis. I don't think it's it happened though. Udoka will bench Tatum for wanting to refs. That hasn't happen, has it?
1: No, it has not. No, not, no, not that whole wanting to ref
0: whining. thing was, was, was. Done. And I think we've kind of, yeah. you know what, we'll get only, only
1: uh, Grant Williams felt the brunt of that. Yeah,
2: yeah, so would, this is this is Jaden would,
1: would bark at a ref and it'd sit Grant for, for the rest of the game.
2: That, that, that. No, no complaining about thing didn't, uh, didn't hold up. That was a big theme for us coming into the year because Sherrod said Udoka yeah. will not pick up a tech all season. I don't know how many he has in total, but he definitely did after Smart fouled on that half court shot. I forget who they were, they were playing. He's got at least two. I forget who they were playing when Smart fouled yeah. that half court re- shot. I can,
0: rec- I can remember at least two. They aren't. You know what though, guys? Yeah. They, they aren't, aren't big-time bickering. complainers. Yeah. They aren't
1: bickering as much as they used to with the refs. I, I, don't, I don't see it as much. So maybe they are slowly learning that it doesn't get
2: them anywhere. Jimmy, Celtics will finish as the sixth seed at best. What are they, five? Well, very, the very, very much in play. Very much in play. But so is the one seed, just four and a half games well, back. Well, two here. weeks ago,
1: I was a layup prediction. So we'll see. Listen, I'm not cheering for them to finish in you know eighth place, but it's still in play.
2: This one's in play, too. Zanis, Celtics will finish with a worse record than we last We could get a season. Philly
0: first-round matchup that happens. This was on track
2: for a while, a worse record than 500 last year. Now, of course, they're, what, games over 500, so probably not from John there. Uh, Sway though, Tatum, top five in MVP voting. Not quite. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Oof. Not so that much. That ain't going to happen. Gonna no. need not even top ten.
1: I don't think you post all star break stretch.
2: This one wasn't great either. Bobby, Jalen will approach all NBA status. He's not quite <laughs> close either. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a think tough he's, one. I think he's gone in the wrong direction there. John though. Jalen will pass Tatum as the unquestioned alpha not quite either.
1: <laughs> there was a there was a point though
2: where everyone was saying,
1: "Well, which one is it? Which one is it?" So, we always have better. that conversation, yeah. but
2: I think okay. it's closer than people think, but I don't You were big over. on that too, Bobby. I was a little bit. I didn't say he was going to pass them though. I just always said yeah. it's closer than people think. I don't even
1: know like Al- alpha. I don't know if either one of them are you know, like I it's clear to me that I, I think Tatum's Better, but there are games where Jalen plays better, so it's still TBD. But I think obviously, right now, Tatum going to the all star game and, and all that. Oh,
2: stuff, this might have been the worst are. one, or the most it's gonna inaccurate. be mine, yeah. So, the, no, the prediction was Schroeder plays over Smart and Pritchard. There this were was stretches. not a bad prediction, but no, read no, the whole no, thing. but but this is the worst one. I know, I think he's gonna be a fan favorite, eh.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> If fans actually gave him a chance, all he wanted was for fans to give him a chance, and they just, jumped they, did on, not. they just jumped on the hate Dennis Schroeder train, and they just did not want to get off it. I think there are some fans out there who truly did appreciate Schroeder, and he's obviously been under... I think he was underappreciated during his short time here, uh, but I was right that he did play over Smart, and obviously played over Pritchard um, in many cases, so... That's a half wrong prediction.
0: Oh, well, I think
1: what
0: I, I think the, the, the what what did him in for the Celtics fans was that like throughout all everything, his his play was inconsistent. It was like the one guy who was consistent the first two weeks of the season. What is it? His debut, he had like twenty points We were jumping all over Bobby being like, Oh, you don't like the Schroeder signing? And then he like stunk it up for two weeks straight and you know, in concert with with, with the Celtics losing, being a 500 team, so I just think it was easy for him to be sort of the scapegoat, and especially for the Celtics, uh, for the fans out there who are who are, who are Team Marcus Smart for life. You know, they just like, who is this guy? Why are people right. saying this guy, you know, can produce more than Marcus? Or why is this guy getting so much more, you know, credit for for being for being so, uh, you know, reliable when he's he he wasn't? You know, throughout that stretch, he wasn't reliable at all.
2: I think the skeptic no, you're really a Schroeder crazy. hater,
1: though, so you can't really take what you say. as
0: fact. I love that signing. He's the reason why I thought the Celtics were going to be a playoff team before. But the you signing, turned on him. You like, turned on. Made,
1: him. The you playoff. and Sherrod turned on him. You guys were like, Nah, nah, we're going to trash Dennis. to so get him out of town. So that was smart. And yeah, man, uh, he was just—he was over.
0: freestyling out there, Jimmy. He was just like, Man, I'm getting that bag one way or another. You know? He didn't play the. He wasn't with the program.
2: I don't know. I, All right, I, here's so uh, here's now. everyone got their wish. Here's three more swings <laughs> and misses before we get out of here. Rob won't be himself till the second half, said Joe Sway. He he's been oh, a yeah, he already started early. Yeah he, yeah, he started, he started early. early.
1: But he's back to himself. Started, like, in your defense,
2: yeah, yeah, I don't know Bangs why up, I said this on the
0: sideline and street clothes should be good.
2: Payne Pritchard will start before the season's end. What do you mean you don't know why
0: you Wait, said that? That's a Bobby Manning freaking quote and a half.
2: Start
1: for Maine? <laughs> or start for Boston.
2: I am still start stunned at how I mean this just shows how good he was last year, the expectations I had for him coming in and in the summer, but No, he's no, going no, the no, opposite no. This direction.
0: Is, you know what this shows? This shows that Bobby low key was like Marcus Smart's
2: getting the hell out of here. That's what that's what yeah. this says. <laughs> no, I thought he was just gonna be like a two shooting, but anyway. John, wrap it up. Oh, Marcus okay. Smart. I thought you wanted
0: him. I thought you wanted him to. Oh, okay.
2: John Marcus Smart will fight Dennis Schroeder. Instead, it was Gary Washburn. <laughs> <laughs> All because uh, we we asked about a
0: one point performance in Philly. All because of was there any beef
2: with was there any beef with Schroeder internally? Not that I can remember.
0: No. I don't know. You tell me, you guys. went. He just went, he he just went rogue. Like, I don't think he was too involved. I don't think he was involved enough to even get mad at people. Like, that's just – he was just doing his thing. He was just freestyling out there. And he was having a blast. Don't get me wrong. He's having a time of his life. But it just it, – sometimes it just didn't really help the some so It didn't hurt them, but it didn't always help. You
1: know, was he, he did what he could. He did what he could in the positions that he was put in on the second unit, you know, trying to save a – yes, who he and is. He couldn't hit the broad side of a brain right. for half the season. Right. He was – he was sometimes you know the team's best offensive option out there, so you guys can been... go, you know, stick your nose up at, at Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> but I'm gonna remember the good times, and I stand by my prediction.
2: Whew. All right, he there we go. Been the
1: same guy, no matter what. I don't know,
2: Even the team was winning was... or not. He was gonna...
1: We're on. We're on to Derek White. We're on to Derek White, and you know what? I can buy into. D White. can buy into the, the fact is... that Derek White is a better fit
2: why don't the commenters who suggested Derek white early in the year, take a victory lap? Uh, There were a few. I saw that name bouncing around going back a little while now. So uh, we'll hop in the discord. I want, I want the commenters to be very honest. I mean, we don't have them on paper, but be honest with your own predictions coming in this year. Where were you right? Where were you wrong?
1: Put your ego aside, put it, put it, put
2: put them in the discord, put them in the YouTube comments. And uh, we're into the break now, Jimmy. I'm, I'm I'm excited to lay low for a week here. We've been working hard. You got any big plans, Bobby, or what? What's what's Tell going on? Tell me about it. I went somewhere you know, I warm you. last year. I checked the prices a couple of days ago, and it's not in the cards. So I'm just gonna sit by the fire. <laughs> That's smart, Stay out Well, of you the got it, you
0: got a warm, a couple of warm days coming up. So there you go. oh need, yeah,
2: you're right. We need both you
1: guys for the for the stretch run here. It's gonna get interesting. There's gonna be uh, a lot of good basketball be played, some playoff positioning, um, and it feels like the Celtics are actually going to be a part of the conversation, um, which is fun. I mean, let's be honest, three weeks ago, we were on this show calling every day Groundhog Day because all of our shows felt the same, you know, lack of effort, inconsistency, fourth quarter collapse, and man, it is. you know, it just felt like a lost season.
2: So I thought like they a new were done. Here. I I declared it over after that next collapse, and how could you not? I mean, Eme came to the presser and said this challenged their mental toughness, and all but said like I don't know what we're gonna do here. Ever yeah, since then, just
0: like I don't know what. <laughs> ever since
2: then, they've won sixteen to twenty one. Can't ask for much more than that. Like like he said tonight, sour taste to end it. Hopefully, this doesn't wheelbarrow in the guys coming back like without having done anything for a week or. Uh, just everybody asleep at the wheel once the break goes by here. But Tatum's going to play the All-Star game. Guy's going to get some rest, which I think is huge. Al probably needs it. Rob definitely banged up, smart, injured. So it comes at the right time for this group. I know people are worried about like the heat turning off. Well, that happened tonight anyway. And now you're going to get healthy, hopefully, and freshen up Tatum and everything else. Well, Tatum's actually going to play in the All-Star game, which I know people always hate. Uh, but it, it's always good to have a representative out there. I'm bummed they don't have anyone in the Rising Stars game, which I'm actually more interested in. Uh, so I'll catch bits and pieces of that. But yeah, mostly, mostly just relaxing myself here yeah, this next week or so. No, Taylor's gonna go
0: network. All right, that's what these trips oh, are okay. is a networking opportunity. Okay, so we'll,
2: we'll no see. Bradley Beal. All, all the Celtics that, yeah. fans
0: out there, hoping, hoping to uh to see the Celtics reel in another All Star, future All Star, or an All Star in the future, I should say.
2: Maybe James um, that's what Harden. Tatum does
0: on these trips. Maybe you know Bobby. Maybe he's starting all. to see what something. The last
2: two, last two games that he witnessed Boston playing, oh. he's probably like, was that the place. No, maybe that was my. I first. think it's that's in me. the
0: best interest that he doesn't speak to him at all. Actually, you know, stay away from James.
2: James is not um, going.
0: Yeah, um, that's true. He's he's chilling. He's he's, he's he'd rather stay he's, in New York.
1: He's all right, up. Jimmy. Yeah, I want to say one one thing. Any um. What are you All- doing, Jimmy? All. Oh, bro, I'm actually going up north. I'm doing a little skiing this weekend. a Little snowboarding. Nice. So you might be able to find me. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be sixty degrees though the next couple of days. So I don't know if I'm going to be skiing or hiking, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, what about this um new Taco Bell skills challenge at the All Star game? Have you guys seen this? It's a
2: different like no setup. So
0: they're pairing they're pairing people now. Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: So there's there's three oh they
2: yeah. The Antetokounmpo's are
1: doing now, aren't they? Yeah, the Antetokounmpo's. There's three teams. Yeah. There's, there's the Tacumpos, which is Giannis, Alex, and Thanasis, and then there's the oh, there's team, three. I yeah, Yes, three team, on three. Team Cavs, which is Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley, and then there's Team Rooks, which is Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddey. Sneaky, that might be. Ooh, that might be a, a good team. A, a good team right there. I, I don't I know I like Josh t- Giddey. If if the Antetokounmpo's win this one, then I mean, I don't know how Alex and the Gnosis can like hoist that trophy without being like we yo, usually surprise us
2: that Cavs team might yeah. come through remember sabonis won it that year right so i think no, it's is the that same, fair
0: like... though i mean i get it they're all brothers but geez like <laughs> these guys yeah, barely crack rotations like these dudes are getting some serious <laughs> love here, man? right now <laughs> yeah right? like
1: who's <laughs> like yo i can't wait to watch alex tonight dude like <laughs> And hey, I know,
0: man. I know it's the skills challenge, you know, it's not like, you know,
1: but still like, Hey, maybe they'll, you know, make the most of their opportunity, but either way, it's a different format this year. So, you know, that might be cool. Who's in the dunk contest? Do I even know? Usually you just hear people declining. Uh, Hold on. I'm, I'm looking up. I'm doing this, this. I'm doing this on the yeah, fly. There's one,
0: interesting, there's one interesting name in there. I'm All
1: right. Know. We got, we got Cole Anthony, Jalen Green. Obi Toppin and my namesake Juan Toscano-Anderson. So I'm obviously going with Juan Toscano-Anderson for obvious reasons. My, my cousin, <laughs> a, lot a, guy like a lot of people don't know that it's my long lost cousin, but we are. Um, I don't know. Interesting name. Anderson, yeah, Jalen Green is probably what? gonna probably have the Thunder's dunk that we're all gonna be talking about.
2: The good thing about the dunk contest is, as well, this isn't probably good for the casual, but it does kind of bring out some unsung names now. Remember. This guy off the Timberwolves bench, way back when Zach Levine came on, put on a show, and he ended up becoming a great, great player after that. And even last year, it was like the no name. That was an right? dunk contest. It, it was just yeah, all these guys no one really heard of last season. And they all ended up doing decently. And Aaron Gordon really made a name for himself, probably boosted his profile as a player better than what he was uh, at that point off the dunk contest that he had when he was in Orlando there. So, all those guys, prime for greater recognition. I know Toscano's got the Golden State thing. Uh, Cole is electric. I know no one sees him down there in Orlando, but he's really fun. What else did you say he's in it, Jimmy? Uh, Jalen Green. Obi Toppin. And Obi, Obi Toppin.
0: Toppin's the interesting one. Toppin's really yeah. good. That's a yeah. good yeah. If he starts there. doing some 360 stuff, you know, his size, I don't know. It could be, he could have some good
2: dunks. We'll see We'll I want to see Lamelo do every event. I want to see Gerald Green come back out of retirement. Uh, is he? Yeah, he's he's still retired. I think that's who retired. the Celtics are going to get in the buyout. Mark. He might he's get another draft at, favorite, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We might
1: take another stroll. down They needed Denver three. Needed three was, point shooter. The only guy Close that
0: back, the Celtics uh, last, last night's game. He, he was a uh, he was a rookie in that game. You saw him in the bench there, suited up.
1: Yeah, man, those were the days. Those were days. I don't know if they were the Damn. days, but they were days. Uh,
0: yeah, they were. I thoroughly enjoyed that,
1: especially hearing,
0: uh, hearing Tommy again. That was that was nice. Young Tommy. Yeah.
2: All right, sure guys, that's
0: going to do it for us. We're up out of here, guys. Everyone, enjoy your all-star break. You already know. Check us out. See you on Nets Media on YouTube, yeah, S-Media. media.com plenty of content. I mean, it's an all-star break, but you know we'll be pumping up stuff. Cedric Maxwell Podcast will have a brand-new episode uh, coming out within the next couple of days. Bobby, I'm sure you got something coming up. What do you got?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go find James Edwards III, who covers the Pistons here. He is one of my favorite writers in the country right oh, now. I've yeah. had him on Dome Theory. Good dude. Uh, just write, <laughs> pumps out piston stories. Not an interesting team, but if you can make interesting content out of the worst team in the league, you're doing a good job, and he does it there at the Athletic. So that's a guy to look that out access, for. Though. Yeah, he's one of yeah. the guys that's gonna really kill it in this game for a long time. So. I'm gonna go catch up with him. We'll probably do a video together, so look out for that on Celtics All Access.
1: Awesome, sounds <laughs> good, guys.
2: I just, I just um, sent in the message board, clnsmedia.com. discord Yeah, Discord.
1: Hit us up on Discord. I'll we're gonna be chilling that, there, yeah. even though, even though we're all going on All Star break. We're gonna be in and out of Discord throughout the week. There's audio capabilities in there. There's even video capabilities in there. So um, we um, yeah. will definitely would love to talk to you guys in there. So join us in there. Um, and everyone have a safe, happy, uh, all-star break. And we will see you guys on the other side.